You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live this week, featuring news and commentary on this week in Black Hollywood. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live this week, Dario Kristen. Hey, what's up, everybody? You're watching Black Hollywood Live. I am your host, Dario Kristen. And here joining me today is the lovely Courtney Stewart. What's up, everybody? And DJ Jesse J. What's up? Dario, I don't know if your mic's actually on. I think I think they get the wrong mic on because you sounding like mythical up in here. Mythical I know I sound creature. like a wizard up in this piece. Like, I know. A wizard. So We're off to see the wizard. Going on right now. <laughs> What's happening? Hey, what is going on? And I think the music is starting over. Too. There's more music. There's more music. Keep it, keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up. We don't know what's going on. We don't know what's going on right it's now. It's the remix. I am sure we're going to start the show because I can't hear it. This week, you can't hear anything. No, it's I crazy. hear lots of things. I hear just echo. It's crazy. I, I hear everybody. It sounds really surround soundy. Welcome to our new studio. Isn't yo. it beautiful? We can hear you guys. Oh, oh. yeah. I'm, I'm so all, we're still on. I'm super echoed. Are we still echoed. going? No, you sound fine now. Let's just go. Um, okay, we'll turn me down a little bit now because everything I say still is super echo. He's like hearing everything. Alrighty. Alright, can we start over now? Are we starting over? Terry, we live right now. I, I was going to say, oh, I'm pretty sure we're over. still live. Alright, well, there you go. Okay. Well, on today's show, we have a variety of different topics, including Tracy Morgan's new gig, actor Sean Penn is suing director Lee Daniels, Sisters took over the Emmys, and the black females are on the rise of being arrested in school. Mm. But first, we're going to read the buzzmeter question for this week, which is, is masculinity too fragile in 2015? Mm. Interesting. Talking That's an interesting topic. talking about that. But first up, we're going to go with the trendy topics with DJ Jesse J. So, Tracy Morgan. Yes. Love Mr. Tracy Morgan. Uh, well, he is going to be allegedly making his comeback to the big screen Yay. very soon in a um, Richie Keen directed movie called Fist Fight starring Ice Cube and basically it's about this dorky teacher who gets into it with this macho teacher um, I don't really know what the role is for Tracy yet but so there w- he will be coming back to the big screen good for him after his uh, accident last year yeah um, but there's been some a little bit of drama going around with of Mr. Morgan of course so we know Tracy was in the car accident with a legendary Walmart comedian, yeah. uh, Jimmy Mack, who passed away. Yeah. Well, Jimmy Mack's family is a little upset because they felt like he should have uh, Tracy should have mentioned something on the Emmys. They feel like Tracy should have reached out to the family after the fact. Um, they feel like. Well, Jimmy's son is, like, outraged. He has gone on a rant of, like, you know, screw him. He's not... Everyone thinks he's this nice guy. He's this bad guy. Um, His sister, on the other hand, she's been a little more common sense about it. Yeah. She said, look, you know, I understand that there's a grieving time and a healing, but it would be nice to, you know, have some sort of acknowledgement from him to the family. That's interesting. (sighs) I mean... What do you think? I mean, it was his friend, but... I, and on first hand, you're like, it would be, like, very polite 
to like reach out to the family and say, I'm, you know, sorry for your loss, send you a card. I don't know. I don't know that he hasn't done anything or has he just not done what they would have liked him to do and enough. And the reality is his brother was in a coma and couldn't walk and like trying to get his own life back together. And didn't his wife like have a baby or they had just had a baby when the accident happened. They have a young child or Mm -hmm. something. So he had a lot going on to be like all up in your family and who knows what their relationship was and if he didn't know you before maybe all he did was send a card or have his assistant his mentor yeah. me, the guy was his mentor or he was mentoring the other guy no uh jimmy mack was Tracy tracy's mentor. mentor but that doesn't mean he has any like super no, relationship with the rest of his family so beyond like the typical like i send you a card or i send you you know a sorry uh, condolences like i don't know what their expectation was that he's not meeting but mm-hmm. i don't know it sounds a little it sounds like it could be financially I, I feel like too. it's money That's, especially if he is in the process of suing the the, the company mm-hmm. right the now walmart. the walmart but they would be a part of that suit like yeah. they could have a wrongful death suit True. for him so that would be like separate for them altogether i don't know and maybe he hasn't said anything. Yeah. Which is crazy. Which is, it it's could kind be, of a little but strange. it is a little strange. But at the same time, knowing what happened to him after it, maybe he's not ready to face it himself. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was very traumatic for him. So, so to actually, like, go and sit down and talk to the family of somebody you, like, really loved and care about, he has to be emotionally ready for that, too. And maybe he's just not yet. Yeah. Well, well, on, on a positive note, he is rumored to be coming back to the big screen. Yes. It also is, he will be hosting SNL, SNL next month. yeah, I heard about that. Well, and he was hilarious on the Emmys when he yeah. walked out yes. and he got the stand ovation. I mean, you saw even a lot of his, uh, you know, former co-stars were in tears mm-hmm. and and um, when he said the comment about, I'm back and a lot of these women tonight at the party are going to get pregnant. pregnant. <laughs> I was like, Trace, Tracy's back. He's ready. He's It's good. He's, okay. he's, gonna, he's slowly recovering. Hit it with comedy. Yeah. Alright, so speaking of comedy, uh, Twitter had me dying all week. Did it? Yes, the hashtag masculinity so fragile. So some women on Twitter have been saying that misogynist instances have been popping up all over the world. Um, it's interesting because they started posting these pictures of male products or products that are um, meant to target men that are just general products, but they have to masculine, uh, turn them masculine. And also things that we do in everyday life that we have to question our masculinity about. Um, I believe one of the pictures that we have is like they, the new iPhone's coming out. Mm-hmm. And it's like this pink metallic People color. are already lined up for it. I saw it on the news. Like the people yeah. on Twitter are talking about, if I get the pink iPhone, does that mean I'm gay? It goes back to things like... Um, we if, should tell them yes. If I pierce my right <laughs> so ear, shut up. that means you're gay. That did used to be the... That the was sign, the, the sign. But that was in 1991. And I used to yeah, that pierce was my left ear just because of that. I was like, I'm, I know what I do. Like, yeah, if you get the pink iPhone, all of a sudden you're going to get an urge to suck some dick. Like, okay. get your life. But I'm just saying, you know. Get right, right to the point. Get right to right the point to the in the new studios saying, today. Like, come on. It's funny. I think we were talking about it right before this. Um, so one of my roommates uses, um, like, baby wipes. To go to the, instead of toilet paper. Yes, hopefully flushable okay. ones. Yes, flushable. So I was walking through the store, and all of a sudden I saw this package called Dude. And I was <laughs> like, what is this? 
it's dude wipes. It's baby wipes for men, but it looks like Axe deodorant. It's took all it. manified. Yeah, it's manified. I would buy them. I would buy them. But first of all, target them. Now hold up, because I'm not gonna lie. Baby wipe using flushable baby wipes versus toilet paper is an important decision you should all make. It was an amazing decision. It is, but I will say this, and I don't mean to be gross and graphic, but I think because I'm so used to toilet tissue, the moisture part kind of is a little weird to get used to at first. Well, I'll give you a story because it almost feels like the water for you. Okay, all right. Okay, the story that will fix that for you is. I know. I just already know. Squeeze some ketchup on your hand. What? Wipe it off with your toilet paper uh-huh. and then squeeze some ketchup on your other hand and wipe it off with a baby wipe. Touch your hand, smell it. It's still there if you wipe it with the toilet paper. Ew. Ew. Oh, baby okay. wipes are a good plan, Blah. guys. Blah. It's a good plan. So, I agree. Okay. <laughs> so wait. There's, it's funky so, in there, I'm but sure. The thing is, is that they're the price. Now you can get some good baby wipes. 150 pack count. For like one nine nine two fifteen, if you go to the right places, these were six something, and $6. they have less wipes in it. Yeah, but just because it's pre- well, it's repackaged yeah. for the men. And yeah, it's just, it's and it's got the, all the you know the the design. I'm sure it's got a little special scent, like you said. So they're gonna, of course, they're gonna up the price on that. So my question is, is it, is it not Are masculine we? to wear? Yeah, have we baby become wipes? a country where it's like, okay, if you, men can't wear pink, like, where did this start from? How do we still continue to fall into this? You know, I mean, we talk about it with Jaden Smith all the time when he's wearing like because y'all were mad he was wearing a dress and I thought he was cute. Well, I mean, here's the thing. It's 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 really funny that there Daryl's is something. like I won't be wearing a dress. I, I don't. I, yeah, I'm not wearing a dress, but I do wear skinny jeans or slim jeans. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. th- that is a, I guess, masculine masculine versus feminine kind of thing. It's you know what do they call it? Metrosexual. Mm-hmm. So you know, I think that it's, it's just interesting now because whenever I go into stores, if I go to H and M, if I go to Forever Twenty One, or if I go to Macy's or wherever it may be, if you look at the clothing. A lot of times, especially in like H and M and 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 Forever Twenty One, there's there's a lot of things that look like it could go Either on the way. females' rack or the yes. males' rack. Yeah. So it's you know what is masculinity at this point? When, you know, at this men are getting manicures, men are getting facials. I go get facials. I want to you know continue to look good for the rest of my life. You know, men are getting massages now. Men are doing a lot of things that women. Why are you laughing, Courtney? <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm laughing. <laughs> I'm just saying there's a lot of things now that have crossed the line. Women also like a man to be groomed. Men are getting their eyebrows cut, you know, trimmed and things. Yeah. So, you know, so what is masculinity at this point? You know, that's a good question. Why are you still smiling? Know, I'm just laughing because I'm like, yeah, you do. But then there's still some of us women out there that still like it to be a little bit rugged. But I'm, like, I'm okay, sure, yeah. So like the word man bun. Wait, like, what's a man funny. bun? It's a, a dude that bun. has a bun. A dude that has a, a bun. But oh, we call okay. it a man bun because okay. it makes men who have buns feel like it's more masculine to have a man bun. But you got a bun on your head. You literally sitting up there like a female putting the bun up in it. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, when I was growing my hair out and I had to get them little things just to hold my hair, but I was like sitting there like... It's too much. I, f- I felt you, gayer than you I felt had too feminine. Ever felt. Okay. You know I mean, saying? I see lots of dudes with men buns. No, I know. Now that I know what a man bun is, which I didn't five <laughs> minutes ago, but now that I do, I see guys like riding their bikes. Uh, you know, when I go but, hiking, but men do buns. we call by, by calling it man bun? What is that doing versus saying like it's oh, a bun. Look at your bun. 
Yeah, but they're okay. So it's just a fine line because a guy is still not gonna a guy's ego is not gonna allow him to want to be always considered like consider feminine if he's a straight man. I'll say that you know, and even if he's not a straight man, that you know, it can go across the board. But a you know, there's a fine line with that. I think there's a fine line. Mm. All right. Well. I was just reading some of them. Some of them are just be, they, like, go check them out on Twitter. They like took it to check the next level. Check that hashtag. Yes, masculinity so fragile. Let us know what you think. Do you think is masculinity too fragile? Well, let me ask Connie a quick question before we move to the next one. What, what do you consider something that when it's taken too far by a man? Like when, when would you say, okay, that that crosses the line of being too feminine? Like take it, take your deck out. That's a really life. hard because. Because that goes to like personal preference and attraction, and like and your man is like your man bang. is like uh, you know, but and can he's take, Rambo. And yeah, he's he can also take like out. older school too, because he's older than me quite substantially. So like that's a whole another sort of generation that came up masculine wise, and he's southern, so that yeah. means something too. So I don't know, like I. If he was getting a mani pedi, I might be like, "What's wrong with you?" But like, if you're getting a mani pedi, I would think it's perfectly normal and not a big deal. So I don't, I don't really know. I think it just depends on the person. I kind of think it does depend solely on the person. But I mean, we create that. Yeah. And I would never get a mani pedi because I don't like people cutting my nails okay. and my fingers or my, really do my feet. I don't. I don't like. It's just too close. I don't know. It just ain't happened yet. <laughs> no. Daniel's <laughs> the type of person you have to bring him to the place. Look at these things right here. Do you, you, do you, do you think these get cut by a professional? The right place. <laughs> these do not get cut you by a professional. You get yourself a glass of champagne and they start rolling. Oh, wait, they give you champagne? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sold. Wait, you get champagne? Let's go right after we take this show today. I didn't know you get champagne. Oh, I mean, that changes the game. <laughs> I thought you just sit there with some hot. Hot water on your no, feet. No, you have the massage chair. You get champagne and you hang out. Like, okay, wait. Well, hey, right well, listen. I have changed my decision in the it's comment really I made. Cute. You sit up in there. They have TVs. You can watch your favorite TV. You show. can watch magazines. You can listen. Talk, you have me at champagne. We good. Kiki, Let's go. It's great. Let's, go. Let's get it. So maybe you're getting your mani pedi done and you're watching your favorite TV show. Well, as soon as that TV show's done, you guys can head over to our sister site, AfterBuzzTV.com, right after, mm-hmm. and we'll be over there talking about whatever your favorite show is. We, me, and Daryl table. Wags from E. Uh, I mean, according we do love and hip hop, and Roja about to come back. Real Housewives oh. is on its way next month, I think. And that's all we got for you. So make sure you guys check out AfterBuzzTV.com. Hey, hey. All right, thank you, Jesse. We're gonna move on to gossip with Courtney Stewart. Woo woo. Well, y'all know the Emmys was this past weekend. Yeah. It was like 106 degrees in Los Angeles, yeah. and I was sweating on the wet carpet and wearing their wigs out. But passing out too. Some people people out. passing it out. Was worth it. It was crazy, but it was worth it, y'all, because the sisters came out yeah. strong, hitting hard. Okay, history was made. Viola. Davis took home Best Actress in a Drama Series. Leading actress. Leading actress in a drama series. And she is the first black woman to do that ever in life. Ever. I gotta gotta give her another clap for that. Her speech was spectacular. And her speech was spectacular. And of course, it was Oduba one for Orange is the New Black. And then we also had Regina King give them shout outs. Well deserved. Well deserved. They both won awards. All three of them won awards that night. But speaking of Viola Davis' speech, she gave this lovely, lovely speech where she quoted Harriet Tubman and she made the following comments in her speech that seemed to make sense to like all of us and like was very touching for most people. 
here's what she said. She said, quote, the only thing that separates women of color from anyone else is opportunity. You cannot win an Emmy for roles that are simply not there. So here's to all the writers, the awesome people, people who have redefined what it means to be beautiful, to be sexy, to be a leading woman, and to be black. So we was all at home, and some people in the audience, we was clapping. She got a standing ovation when yeah, she walked she off the stage. Yeah. Everybody was like, Ew, that was she went there, and that was a great way to go there and explain that in this world of trying to figure out diversity. Well, y'all, there's some people out there or some person out there who decided that, mm, she don't know what she's talking about. Her name was Nancy Lee Gron. For those of you guys who have never heard this woman's name in your life, <laughs> watch General Hospital. She's been on there for like 25 years. Yeah. She plays Alexis Cassidyne, mm-hmm. whom I used okay. to like, and now I'm like, oh, no. Bye, okay, Alexis. so she was on Twitter. She was apparently watching the Emmys while she was at home. Not not at the Emmys. Twenty twenty five years. <laughs> and she started just running off at the mouth on Twitter. And she said the following things. Quote, I wish I loved hashtag Viola Davis's speech, but I thought she should have let at Shonda Rhimes write it first. Next one. I'm a effing actress for 40 years. None of us get respect or opportunity we deserve. Emmy's not venue for racial opportunity. All women are belittled. She went on to tweet some more things that she deleted that were also quite offensive. And of course, this got picked up. Black Twitter went Rambo on her. <laughs> As they always do. Black Twitter be rolling up on my yo, like, yo, I feel like there's yo, a black Twitter bus said? just waiting outside of venues for people. <laughs> like waiting for people to F up on Twitter and they went in on her and they had some really great things to share. Hold on, I gotta pull this one up. My favorite one, because I mean obviously there were some great ones and there always are, but the favorite of the night made a reference to my favorite movie, so that's the one that I'm gonna share with you. She goes, oh, this was uh, at Russian underscore star. He said, doesn't Nancy Lee Grand remind you of Miss Millie from Color Purple? Quote, I've always been good to you people. For those of y'all that don't know the reference, please watch that movie. Because <laughs> that is the perfect, like, most is, perfect actually, yeah. description of what Nancy Lee did. Um, another person, her name is at Brain of April. She said, I'm told that Nancy Lee Grand deleted some of the most offensive tweets she had. Never fear. Hashtag all actresses matter. She's coming, obviously, for the hashtag that we're always using. All black lives matter. And people are saying all lives matter. So anyway. Lots and lots of people went for her on Twitter. She comes back to Twitter. <sighs> That's the other thing. When you like go out and come for people, like come strong. Don't yeah, come back. Don't back like up. don't back yeah, up and be like, oh, I didn't mean it like that. Right. So basically she came back on Twitter and she apologized. And Nancy said the following. I never meant to diminish her accomplishment. I wish I could get her roles. She is a goddess. I want equality for all women, not just actors. You never meant to diminish it, but you said maybe Shonda should have wrote it. Yeah, the like, first day. Your life. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the tweets that but got deleted, she, she said Viola had not been discriminated against. She did say that. Yeah, I saw that one. That one got deleted, yeah. but she said she had never been discriminated against. And basically, how dare she be talking about being discriminated? She's a black woman, been working as an actress for 35 years. She's never been discriminated against. Right. Um, so, and of course, uh, Viola Davis has been on the press circuit because How to Get Away with Murder uh, premiered last night. For those of you all that didn't watch it, um, she was asked what she thought of or did she receive any backlash from her speech and her 
very kind comment went as follows. She said, if there has been any backlash, it's that all people want to feel included in a speech. I know there has been some backlash with an actress who didn't feel she was included. And that's all I'm going to say about that. I love I love her comment back. <laughs> she you told I mean? that to the New York Times. I, and I love that it even took her a couple of days to even make a comment because mm-hmm. initially she wasn't saying anything. And I respect her even more because of that. Amen to that. My, my favorite thing is that instantly after um, Viola had won the award, the Beehive... Got, did you see this? Mm-hmm. Got control of this, and they made this. I see a line. <laughs> and over that line, I see green fields and lovely flowers <laughs> and beautiful white women with their arms stretched out. <laughs> like, that was great. That's it was great. like five to ten minutes after like, I mean, well, How do they get to the stuff so <laughs> fast? What was also fun or funny, she, uh, Viola did comment about it, talking about the speech and how her husband said that he was actually concerned. Like when she started talking and giving the speech, she was like, you started talking about the white ladies. I didn't right. know where you were right. going. Right. And yeah. she did an interview with Ellen yesterday and Ellen was like, yeah, I was feeling the same way. <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny because I was sitting in my seat like, oh, Viola, where yeah. you going? Where you going? Because I was like, don't need I didn't know if she was about to put the like hammer down like hardcore right. or like what was going to come, but it, it came out beautifully. And no, the it did. Quote was and wonderful. It, and it, it said what it needed to say. It said exactly what it needed and to I say. And I also heard that that actress from General Hospital was suspended or something from the show. Oh, I had I not did seen that. that. Yeah, I had heard that as well. Well, sorry, Alexis Cassidy. Damn girl, look, now you ain't got no coin. You know you want ABC, you need to back up. That's an ABC show. Well, how you gonna come from they star right now? That's not okay. Anyway, congratulations, Viola. Congratulations, Uzo. And congratulations, Regina. And congratulations to Raji, too, because Empire, it was all about Empire. Everybody that was in the audience. Yeah, you guys are great, and yep. your shows are great, yep. and we'll keep watching. So yay for diversity. Moving on. Hello. Speaking of diversity. Okay, so Empire's back. Sure. Lee Daniels giving interviews prior to the show coming back. And we know Lee Daniels can talk, yes. and he will say some stuff. So he was doing an interview for The Hollywood Reporter, and he was basically being asked about Terrence Howard, who plays... Lucius. And we <laughs> I love all know. Every other word <laughs> you really we, pronunciate. And we know how Lucius in real life has had some, you know, dramas with the ladies in his life. And he's been, you know, accused of some violence towards the ladies in his life. And so the reporter's asking Lee about that. And basically Lee was like, yo, he ain't no different than like Sean Penn or any of these other white boys running around that's done beat up hoes and they doing just fine. Ooh. Well... Apparently, Sean Penn did not take got much. a whiff of that interview, and it was not smelling very good to him at all. So much so <laughs> that he said, oh, hell no, Lee Daniels. Bye. I am suing you for defamation for $10 million. You only said that shit so that it would get picked up and run everywhere to promote your show. That's bogus. That is not who I am. That is not representative of who I am, and that is not cool. So he is officially suing him for $10 million. It's been put up in court in New York. So Now, I don't know no tea on Sean Penn, but has Sean Penn been in the okay, news? Okay, so for- here's the tea. Uh, well, well, it's not real tea. It's, it's old tea. It's old tea. It's- 
There was word on the street back in the day that with Madonna, there was an episode where yeah. Madonna got like locked up in the house and tied up to a chair and beat with something. Right. Like, That's been the rumor for years. Was that a sexual yeah. thing? Because she did that in the video. Okay. Well, the rumor was that her ass was getting beat up right. by Sean Penn. Yeah. He was never charged or convicted of anything. No. But that was a very common sort of rumor comment mm-hmm. around town, around everything. But obviously that was in, what, 1989 or something? Somewhere around there. So we didn't have, like, the universe moving the way that it moves now. So it wasn't getting out in the streets the way that it did. And for that reason, actually, Sean Penn is kind of like, how could he be saying that? Like, you're spreading all of this information. And then Lee is like, dude, it's common knowledge. Like I, We've already heard Yeah, that. so part of the thing with the defamation is him Sean having to prove that Lee like knew that this was a lie that he was telling when most of us sort of receive that as true yeah but here's the thing with that though that's someone can make up something there's no hard facts to it there's like what Sean is saying which is true there's (laughs) nothing that has been reported on this so someone can make up anything about us and that could be an urban legend and it goes on for 15 years and you know how things go when it goes from word to word mouth Mm -hmm. to mouth things are added (laughs) it could have I mean I hate to say this but it could have been that he just maybe slapped her but then it became 15 years later that he beat her and whipped her and put her in chairs and tied her up in ropes you know what I mean so Park Cosby'd her what <laughs> what'd you, you say were you, you say watching that Cosby her no did you oh. hear it no oh, so they told oh. me to watch that's what I was like what they had me watch an episode of South Park here before y'all came oh, oh. oh and okay. it was the Bill Cosby rape one I haven't seen it and they referenced raping as hot, hot, Cosby. hot Cosby wow Okay, well that's a different. Sorry. That, that's South Park goes. There. That's they, a different yeah. subject. But no, I'm gonna say, you see the Caitlyn Jenner one. They go there. They go there. But this is my actually my biggest problem with it is not even the fact of you know Sean getting mad or the defamation of, of character or anything like that. It's the fact that it doesn't matter what race you are, a man shouldn't be hitting a woman. So why are we even referencing this and talking about you know in the sense of there, there's been some criticism towards Lee that yes he's saying okay what you know. The, what happened to Terrence is because he's a black man, he's getting more pubner. He's looked upon differently, which is true. But my bigger problem is that why, why are, the, why why are these things, the why are you that supporting that? You know, not no. that he's supporting, supporting it, but he's, he's, he's not, it's not like he has a stance against it. It's like, yeah. it ain't a big deal. Yeah. He's kind of like, it ain't a big deal. That's the way I it's felt like some about Chris it. So Brown I, shit. Yeah. So that's the more upsetting part to me, actually, um, beyond the race about yes. thing with both of them. So, Agreed. Uh, and but I mean, do you think that this will actually really? You think Sean Penn could get ten million dollars for this? I mean, he ain't gonna get ten million dollars. But I'm interested just to see what it does Hollywood wise because those are two big names, big names doing things. And but, he and and, I, and Lee put it in Hollywood Reporter, right? That's where yeah, the interview he was. was. Doing so I mean, he put it in a major. But the point of the defamation, he's going to have to prove that, that Lee happen. was not aware that or was aware that that was a lie. And if it's sort of become common knowledge, yeah, whether if, it's accurate or not, but doesn't no matter. Facts, but that, that's no not report, the point. He wasn't. He, he didn't say he was convicted of domestic abuse. He didn't say he was arrested for domestic abuse. Was te- was he referenced the event. That's the thing. Terrence has been, Terrence um, has been yeah. arrested for it, so he actually has right. a record. Okay. But um, he was referencing something that's been reported on. 
for years. Yeah, I get a side. So with that. it's not like he was making it up out of his butt, like, and then putting it out there for public consumption. So I think defamation. He's probably not going to get anything. I think it was a weird one for him to choose out of everything that he could. Like have of everybody he could have picked. Because also Madonna was, if if it did happen, she was pretty quiet about it. Versus Terrence's Terrence, wife yeah. has put him on no. blast, and that's been her defense. Yeah. You know, so for sure. It, it's a little different. It is a weird reference to me. I, I think. I mean, in the end, he was just saying that it just they demonize. They've demonized Terrence quite a bit. Sure, yeah. in yeah. the media, personally, rightfully so. If you be no, I mean, but that's and, just my and, opinion. And, and watch who you sleep with and who yes. you lay with because they he's tell not me your business, the right choices. like whatever. But he's just saying that it's. No, I mean, it's the same argument always. Like the black people have to be on their best behavior, do eight times better because when they don't. They get killed for it. Michael Vick? I mean... He was destroyed because of what he did. And people joke about it, but it's serious. So, like, he didn't... He's not living up to his proper standard. And Lee is basically saying it's not fair that that's the standard for a black dude when we don't have the same standard for a white dude. But at the same time, just a devil's advocate that, Chris Brown... We still accept Chris We accept Chris Brown. I agree. Yeah. I feel like... I was actually trying to I feel to like think. no one ever got... Like, people were upset with Chris Brown, but it was always a... Slap on side. Hell, we we really like we really took back OJ, him. if you want to be really honest. I, we really took back OJ. We took back OJ. Nobody um, maybe took OJ. OJ. I, I, OJ was taken back. He, where did as he a, go? As of late. Meaning like he was still accepted by, by the black For community what? After, what? After, after the... Well, see, that's what I feel like. I feel like Chris Brown was accepted by the white com- black community. Like, oh, it wasn't that big of a deal. He They probably were fighting each other much quicker than like... Because white folks... Hell, Australia still don't want his ass coming to their country because he beat her up eight right. years ago. Right. So, I, I, I don't know. In the end, the point is, is Terrence still is a dumbass and doing bullshit... And mm-hmm. by Lee saying this at all, he's basically condoning what right. Terrence that was, has that done. That was my problem. Yeah. And that's, that's problem. an issue. But that is not to say that what his argument down, was, <laughs> was, you know, he was making an argument that the standard is different. Yeah. Whatever. But Sean. we know this already. And we've known this. And, I mean, I don't I mean, know. I, I think we could talk about that to, or, you know. We're blue in the face. We're blue in the face. It's still going to continue. So. But misbehavior is misbehavior. Bit. Yeah. Stop fucking up, Terrence. And be done with it. Yes. Uh, maybe this new wife. He got remarried again, didn't he? Didn't he go recently? back to the uh, the first wife or something? something? She was at the Emmys. The first one. They were back at the Emmys together with rings on. Um, yeah, I can't keep up. <laughs> like it's a mess. Like he just—I don't know. Maybe whatever. he's a—he's uh But I a, did used to love a serial him. dater and marrier. Maybe I don't know. All he's right. Crazy. Well, he anyway, good, good luck. I, I, good like, luck I, y'all. I want to know how that all is going to end. Sean Lee, peace. Peace. Give me a check. Right. I know that's right. All right. Uh, well, before we move on to our last hot topics, I want to remind everyone to go to iTunes, go to Black Hollywood Live, give us a rating and comment. I've been reading a lot of the comments that you guys have been giving us for this week, which have been great. great You've been comments. giving us a lot of five stars, which we really appreciate. And you. if you don't want to give us a five stars, let us know why. Um, and we will definitely continue to try and improve the programming. But we have an assortment of different shows. We have 
uh, Geek Nerd Tech. We have Fashion 411. We have The Beat, which Jesse hosts. We have Just Sane uh, with Jennifer Williams from Basketball Wives and uh, and April Daniels. And, and uh, so those are great shows as well. But please look up our shows. Give us a rating and comment. Let us know what you do and don't like. And we'll continue to give you the best programming that we can. Yeah, All right, now we're going to... Wait a minute. Oh. Hold on, because I know we've been telling y'all every single week about DraftKings.com. Every week, That's y'all. Right, we but I'm telling y'all, there's so many, so much, so many prizes and so much money that you guys can be making right $2 now. Million. I mean, they, I, I went on and did it myself because I want to try and win that two million. How Even if I get the one, was the prize? It's easy. I mean, you just really go and you log in. We have a code name which is black. Which no, is, code name is Geek. Geek this week. Oh, Geek this week. Excuse me. It was black before when I went on. Geek. And uh, but now it's Geek. Um, and it was it's just an easy process. It's a lot of fun. I think it's different from a. I've only done a couple fantasy football kind of leagues, but. This one was pretty simple. I mean, I thought it was going to be so complicated. So I'm going to be able to go in, sign up. You don't. Even you, if I, I know you don't know. really know football, right. and you can go in there. And you can. You can. You can easily maneuver through this, nice. ladies. Hey. Plus, like I said, million. they got a lot of prizes. I know, so. I, and I have the number ten thousand stuck in my head recently. No, so but it's ten million. No, I know. But the, I mean, look, I ain't greedy. You he's, know, he's if I win, listen, I'll win take 10,000. 10, yeah. I would take 10. Grand. I'll take 10 grand. I just have had the number 10,000 in my head, and I feel like. That's where it's going to come from. Maybe. DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com. <sighs> Two million top Two million. prize. All right. Now to the ER Web Story Spotlight of the Week. Well, we know that Morgan Freeman is always in the news because he is doing movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. that man works all the time, all the time, and he's well in his seventies and working. He motivates me for life for sure. But uh, he has been in the news as of late for a more tragic story. His granddaughter, her, her name is Edina Hines, was killed in August mm-hmm. um, by her boyfriend, whose name is well, allegedly there's allegedly by her boyfriend Lamar Davenport. Um, what they said was is that they were in New York. She lived in Harlem in a, in a apartment, and uh, witnesses say that around 3 a.m. they saw Adina and her boyfriend, um, as I mentioned, Lamar Davenport, out in the street. They were arguing. He was uh, stabbing her. Um, he stabbed her 15 to 16 times. Um, what one of the neighbors described it as a cocaine induced exorcism is what it seemed oh, like because wow. I guess he had the he was spitting out things from the Bible uh, different different verbs from the Bible and, and, and sayings and they said that even when the cops came um, that he was still trying even though the knife was sticking in her he was still like motioning oh. with his hand the knife that wasn't there was stuck in her so uh, he has was clearly you know taken into custody uh, he was tested for you know um by a psychiatrist and as of this week Thursday he pleaded not guilty to killing her that's why they're calling him the alleged killer but um, they walked in on that the, he was literally arrested on the street he was sta- he had stabbed her but they, so he pleaded he, he pleaded not guilty well, because, because you can he's saying I think what they're saying because he was insane, in, insane or... by drugs that he wasn't in his right state of mind. They said that when he was in the cop car driving to the police station, um, that he, you know, was asking people had they been saved and, and were they sinners. He was saying it to the cops, and he was still spitting out this, you know, biblical verses. And that's uh, ecstasy. They said it's cocaine. cocaine. Well, okay. It's been described as a cocaine exorcism. That is what like they said. That sounds like some bad salts. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah. what kind of amount? What kind of, of cocaine? cocaine that? Because yeah. I mean, so. Mm-hmm. 
he has pleaded not guilty, and you know now it's just um, in the hands to see what's going to happen with My the next goodness. steps. So it's, it's kind of a really crazy story. Uh, what do you guys think about it? Prayers and condolences to Morgan, Morgan and his family. Morgan and his family. That's awful. Because that's just crazy. That yeah. is really awful. And they said that, you know, if you look at a lot of pictures with Morgan on the red carpet, she was with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was 33 years old. Um, and the boyfriend is 30 years old. Yeah. Uh, he's an actor musician as well. Not yeah. no more. Um, but they said he has been arrested before and has a history of having a drug problem. So, you know, so it's really sad. And they said that she was like really kind of up and coming actress. She, was, she had yeah, a lot of projects going stuff. on and yeah. she was doing some great things and really supported by Morgan as well. So it's a really tragic and sad story. Um, and a big loss for mm-hmm. his family. Um, so our condolences again with with Morgan Freeman and his family. But we're going to move on to our last story of the day, which is a recent research study that's been put out there that says that the arrest of black girls in schools is on the rise. Say what? Say what? Say what? They're saying now that uh, the U.S. Department of Education Office for Civil Rights just recently did a study, and what they found was that 40% out of the national average of girls arrested in school, 43% are African-American females. Now, a lot of advocates are going and complaining about this because they're saying, you know, obviously African-American girls have different sta- different procedures in life that possibly that are are happening where they're not being mentored or they're, they're, the, the justice system is so easy to put them into jail or into, um, you know, these detention homes without having the proper mentorship to help them understand the wrongdoing and get them out of this kind of mind frame before taking them to jail or things like that. So um, there's a couple of things that the advocates have complained about. One is the the growth is due. They said the growth is due to a, a skewed school policy. They said just in general, the schools obviously, if you're African American, have different standards than other races and different pressures put on them. They said racism toward black students is obviously growing, and that's a huge reason for some of these things that are happening and they said of course as i mentioned the lack of mentor and education programs to help these young girls to kind of really understand and mentor them and get them out of the traditional system that's been you know given upon them now this is what nora jones of the pace center for girls said she said our girls are in crisis she said we've got to invest in prevention and what we've got to do is invest now do you agree with that it's more of the double standard of black girls having a different environment than non-black girls? I mean, I guess if that is what the study... I guess it goes to that whole, like, situation where, like, if... Like, on college campuses, if the the white frats are, like, excited because the football team won the game and they're jumping on cars and setting shit on fire, it's, like, a crazy, like, over-celebratory situation. But if black students were doing that in a group, it would be a riot, and they are destroying the city and all of that kind of thing. So I guess it sort of feeds that same story that I'm assuming these girls, you know, they're at school, they're getting in fights or whatever, and cops are called, and maybe they're called more often than they would be if the white girls are getting in the fights, and that's why the, they're getting arrested more. And I, it's just weird to hear stuff like this, because you're, like, sitting here, and we're like... All right, we're celebrating diversity. Like I know. they're putting black yeah. people on TV. We have a black president. Things are supposed to be like, but nothing is actually lining up. Like mm-hmm. apparently, nope. <laughs> so it's, it's not translating it's fully not into translating the community in as life of yet. Yeah. at all. And you would, and it's that like, is life 
I don't know. I, that It's just very unsettling either way. And if the statistics are accurate, I mean, 40%, what do black girls make up of the school population? Like 12%? Because right. right. black people are only what? Yeah, it's pretty low. It was low. Twenty? Are we even yeah. 20% of the American population? I think it, yeah, I don't, at this point, I think we are. Okay. Jesse, so, look that up. The, I'm see. like, I'm trying to remember. So... Because I don't want to confuse it. I always think about like the makeup at my college, which is a hot mess right now. But anyway, um, it's disturbing because we're essentially doing what has already been very well done to black men. Right. Yeah. So black men are basically supporting the whole prison complex in this country. And now we're making it the women, too. Yeah, and that's found, a scary. That's a scary thing. It's a very scary thought. But I think that you know, with we like we were just saying, celebrating diversity on the Emmys and and just things are slowly shifting. I think that even though that process has just been a long overdue process, it will slowly trickle down to the community. I think slowly. I mean, it's going to be a really slow process, and I'm sure I would guess that a lot of these statistics are taken from lower income. But that's what scares me, because if it's taken from lower income communities right now, the issue in this country is the gap that is only increasing. Poor is getting poorer while rich is getting richer. Like it's not closing. So that's only going to get worse if this is what the trend is economically and if it continues. So I don't. I don't know what to do with that. I'm very. Well, sometimes I'm also with these statistics. I feel like are they biased? Because here's the thing: all we hear about is how education is changing, more more African American students are enrolling in colleges. We yeah. just talked a couple weeks ago about more black women more are graduating, more black women are graduating, degrees. more black men are graduating. Yes, there may be less of them going to HBCUs as we reported yeah. a couple weeks ago, but they're still going to you know school somewhere, sc- school somewhere. Yeah. So then that doesn't translate to all these young women who are going to prison or going to detention homes. I mean, I st- I feel like wh- where's the- there's an imbalance there for me th- hmm. that that just it ain't adding up. Yeah, it's not adding up. Well, I guess it would make sense in terms of generationally speaking that the lower end of the millennial generation is who's being affected by these changes in the way that the justice system is working for young people. So whereas the ones that were you know ten years older than them are doing better and doing well, it's now shifting in yeah. the wrong direction for those that are coming up behind us which I mean it's sort of the theory of what's going on in the country overall is that the our kids are not going we are not doing better than our parents were and our kids are not going to be doing better than our parents were right. so you know um, it, uh, working with the boys and girls club I would always say the biggest problem and it was 12% um, but it's that was 12%. 12%. 2010 was the last time so it's not hasn't grown so it's every 10 years yeah Yeah. um but working at the boys and girls club you see the difference in generations and so with my family someone was always home when me and my brother like somebody of an older age and it wasn't like my older cousin it was it was somebody and i don't know if that was just because we're greek and my family just lived in the neighborhood but once I start working at the Boys and Girls Club, you start seeing these other families and you start seeing the younger moms or single moms who have to work and how they just drop the ages that they just are so comfortable dropping their kids off. Like, I would never bring an infant to the Boys and Girls Club and expect. Oh, well, no. That's, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, things no. like that. And it gets to a point where it's kids raising kids and, you know, everyone 
always goes back to the fact, well, parents should be teaching their kids. Well, some in this generation, I don't know if that works anymore. No. Because it's at a point where I almost question that as a celebrity or as a, you get into this world of media, do you pay attention more to just the craft and be who you want to be? Or is it that you have to think responsibly and think that you really are changing. I look at somebody like a Rihanna and Beyonce and that world of media, like they really are shaping our generation. They are. Whether they want to admit it or not, because Rihanna said she would never do something with Taylor Swift because Taylor Swift's a role, role model, model and she's, and she's not. not. And I know that she had some that's some subtle tone in there. I get that. But at the same time, it's like, well, if you're acknowledging that and that's what you're thinking, what are you doing to better yourself as a role model? To really understand that, Rihanna, you have a large amount of people, and I hate to just put it on there and bring it on, but I, I see who the kids are watching and what they're paying attention to. They're not watching the election. They're not watching the, the political races. They, they don't care. They're watching what's on Tidal, what's on HBO special, what Rihanna's wearing. What That's what they care about. Right. Everyone wants to be an actor. Everyone wants to be a, a, a celebrity star. in the, yeah. in the in world the of celebrity. Or musician. And so. where does that stem from? Does it stem from reality TV stars? Are we putting them on pedestals? You know, and, and are we condoning these actions? You know, I look at Jerry Springer, something like that, back in the day. Still on. Still on. Still on. I mean, Maury Povic, still on. He's still telling people whose babies they got. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Still. Still. So it just ama- it amazes me. So shout out to Zendaya, because she finally getting her Barbie. She is getting her Barbie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, she is. Need, they give them some inspiration. And, 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 role models. and she also, she's working on a show or a movie or what, something like that, and she had a stunt double who was Caucasian, yep. and she actually had them... Uh, changed the stunt double to well, she did it. or the, the, the that company the company um, has something kind of came out in which basically the owner of the company's wife was being Zendaya's stunt double and a bunch of people who had tried out for the part felt like well wait it just seems like this girl gets all the roles she don't even look like her and so now they changed the ruling so that you have to be of some sort of the ethnicity, the ethnicity of, of the person yeah. who you're stunt doubling for. Well, that makes sense. I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, this is just um, you know one of those things. I just the last point I wanted to make with this also is they were saying they used shoplifting for an example. They said there's been some young girls, African American, who have gotten in trouble for shoplifting. They said instead of taking them and putting them in the jail, why don't you take them to a educational program where they're able to But that also speaks to like I'm not saying that if they were shoplifting and caught they should not be, you know, chastised or have the consequences for that. But if we think about systematically how things are set up, who are they following in these stores to begin with? So that's why Absolutely. that number would right. be skewed. I right. mean, we already know that large retailers are, have been sued over the last few couple years yeah. for stopping grown people for stuff they weren't stealing. Right. So profiling is still happening. So they are targets. In the end, black children are targets in this country in every way, shape, or form. Absolutely. And I don't really know what the solution is, and it's stressing me out. <laughs> like, Hide your wife, hide your kids. It's like, do we just lock them in a room somewhere and throw up our hands and say, forget it? No, but, I think I think a slow change is going to come. 
How? With what? Where? This next selection, because this is supposed to be like it's 2015, and it's funny because Whoopi's always talking about. She always throws it to um, with Raven Simone. She always says things are definitely better. Like it's obviously not 1955. Like well, uh, yeah, we're going to compare to that. Things are definitely better. So I don't want to like not think that we have to acknowledge that part. That is acknowledged and whatnot. But at the same time, I almost feel like the way that they are better, the things that are broken are almost more difficult to fix because it's this weird in-between space that is not overt racism. It's not overt like awfulness because, you know, you legally are supposed to be able to go to school and legally are supposed to be able to do this. But like there's these weird sort of in-between the lines that keep continuing to cause problems and I don't really know what... That the millennials have kind of accepted as, well, that's just life. Instead of looking at it as racism, they look at it like, I don't know, it's interesting. But then it's almost like it's not racism because that was racism. This isn't really racism because white people don't not like black people. Like, that's not a thing anymore. Like, it's, you know, so it's a weird... But people think like that. That's, that's why right. that's why people are so uncomfortable with talking about racism sometimes. Because they're like, I'm not like great-grandpa who was calling them niggas and throwing them out in the street and hanging them from trees. I'm right. not that. Right. So, but it's, it's just a different space. And I think it's a more amorphous space that we don't really know always how to define it all the time. And it makes sure. people uncomfortable. And it makes it really difficult to figure out what to do about it. Yeah. Because like... You, how do you fix it? Listen, we'd love to hear you guys tell how us do you what, what, it, are your, what are your viewpoints on how we fix this problem that's been going on. Um, well, that's the show for today. Holla. Holla, holla. Please yeah. also remember once again to go to iTunes, give us a rating and comment, and go vote for the BuzzMeter question this week, which is, is masculinity too fragile in 2015? We oh. spoke about it. And uh, we want to know what you guys have to think about that as well. Do you wear a man bun? Do you wear a man bun? Do you go get a mani and pedi? Do you carry a Merce like Daryl? I do not carry a Merce. Maybe I do sometimes. Maybe I do. That's all right. I'm okay with my Merce. There's nothing wrong with with your Merce. I'm all right with it. If I wear my earrings, does that make me gay? Right. If I wear slim jeans. Yes, Jesse, it does. Or the fact that I just. Right. Or the fact that you are gay. Or the fact that you are gay. Um, Courtney, where can your fans find you? Find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stuart Starlet. Jesse. DJ Jesse J. You can find me at Daryl Kristen on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thank you guys for tuning in and check out our new studio. We're very happy. It's the first day in them, and we'll see you Someone next drug week. my jet. What is I'm tired. Okay, microphone's back. I just drank up. We have- From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio. Instagram me at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. I'm going to put music, uh, Hollywood, redefine. <laughs> what is my- The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.